Hello guys and gals, welcome back to Hands Down, my weekly look at the hottest topics that have everybody talking. I'm your host, Dustin. Thanks for joining me again this week. Uh, now, as you heard last week, this show is going to touch on topics ranging in all different kinds of areas. Uh, last week we talked about Jesse Smollett and the situation that was going on with him. This week we're going to lighten it up a little bit. Um, if you guys listen to us on Inside the Crazy Ant Farm, you'll know that I'm a huge comic book geek and uh, a huge fan of the stuff that's going on in film and television these days. So this week I wanted to talk about one of the shows that I am a huge fan of, and that's the Doom Patrol on uh, DC's new streaming service, DC Universe. Now, if you guys aren't familiar with the Doom Patrol, it's actually a comic book that's been around for almost 60 years, 56 years now. Uh, it was created in June of 1963. It, I'll tell you, it often gets compared to the X-Men. A lot of people say that it's a knockoff or maybe a take from the X-Men, but actually the X-Men was created just a few months after uh, Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol came out in June of 1963. X-Men came out in September of 1963. So if one is a knockoff, it would be the X-Men of Doom Patrol. Uh, Doom Patrol is a super-powered misfit group who's basically alienated from society because of the stuff that they've gone through and, and their odd appearance. Uh, they've been dubbed the world's strangest heroes. Now, the comic book has been around in print off and on, like I said, for nearly 60 years. Uh, and while it might not be the most popular group, it has been able to sustain itself all that time. So when they announced that they were going to do a Doom Patrol series on DC Universe, I was thrilled because it's always been one of my favorite groups. Um, if you guys are familiar with the uh, Titans series on DC Universe, they actually spun Doom Patrol off of that series with a one, one episode that kind of served as the pilot going into it. Now, the events of Doom Patrol actually take place after Titans, so you probably won't see too many crossovers, although we'll get into that in a minute. I'm hoping that we do with one of the main characters. Now, in the comic books, the Doom Patrol consisted of Robot Man, Elastigirl, Negative Man, and the Chief, uh, Niles Calder. Uh, he's basically <laughs> a guy in a wheelchair, a scientist in a wheelchair that takes in these uh, guys and helps them with their powers, teaches them and how to develop them. And basically, be they become this group of heroes that's fighting for society that doesn't want them. I mean, that considers them freaks. So the television series is doing the same thing. Ba same basic premise. Um, everybody in the cast is the same as in the comic books, although they've added a couple of characters. Crazy Jane, who's actually in a um, different version of the Doom Patrol in the comic books, they've gone through several different incarnations with team members. So Crazy Jane is actually not one of the original members of Doom Patrol, but one of the newer members of Doom Patrol. She's in the series, as well as Cyborg, who you might be familiar with either with the Teen Titans slash Titans or Justice League. I'm a huge fan of Cyborg from his debut in the new Teen Titans way back in 1980. Um, so I was excited that they were going to include him in Doom Patrol. Let's get into it. Let, let's, let's talk about why I think this show is hands down DC's best 
uh, that they have on television right now. It's from uh, Mastermind himself, Greg Berlanti. And as I've talked about many times on Inside the Crazy Ant Farm, uh, Berlanti is just killing it. Uh, he's, if you know, responsible for the Arrowverse, if you will, is what it's called on the CW, which is Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, The Flash, um, and getting ready to come out with Batwoman. This guy has just completely nailed the DC Universe. He knows the characters. He understands how it's supposed to be. He's the closest interpretation, in my opinion, coming straight from the comic books onto the screen that DC has. So this this is a, this is another one of his. He executive produces. This uh, show was actually created by Jeremy Carver, but it is executive produced by Greg Berlanti. So it joins that group. And if, if you don't know, Berlanti is also behind Titans and created Titans for uh, the DC Universe. Now, the reason that I enjoy this show so much is because it thinks outside the box. It takes chances. It pushes the boundaries, if you will. Um, this is definitely not a a kids superhero show you definitely do not want to put this one on a saturday morning and set your kids in front of the tv uh it's violent um it's got extremely provocative language deals with sex and drugs and uh just so many different topics now the characters are phenomenal uh, the actors are phenomenal playing these characters. Um, you've got everything from an ex-race car driver whose body was destroyed but his brain survived and now he's in this robot body. Uh, you have um, Elastigirl Rita Farr who's a old Hollywood film actress who, due to falling into this lake with some chemicals, her body has become like this stretchable, elastic type uh, material that she has a hard time controlling. Sometimes she goes into a blob form uh, and you have Larry Trainer, who's a, a Air Force fighter pilot who's inhabited by this energy being, uh, negative man. You've got Cyborg, who's um, kind of a modern version, robot man, if you will. He's... Um, kind of half-man, half-machine, cybernetic organism uh, that he was rebuilt after he was in an accident in the lab. And you have my favorite, Crazy Jane, who 64 different personalities, each one with a different superpower, which is just insane. I love this character. Uh, she's fantastic. And then, of course, you've got Niles, their father figure, if you will, who has taken them all in and, and has tried to help them acclimate to society and keep them safe. Now, like I said, they push the boundaries like I've never seen a show do. Legion is the closest example that I can think of um, from Fox, you know, FX, dealing with... Uh, Professor X's son in the X-Men. Now, they were really cutting edge and pushed the boundaries with the visual effects. The storyline is pretty good, but I think this is what really separates Doom Patrol from the rest. This storyline is they take chances on everything. In the first couple of episodes, they have really started to develop the characters and the relationships between these characters, between Robot Man and Crazy Jane, and between Negative Man and Elastigirl, and Cyborg just trying to find a place to kind of fit in with these four but it's actually cyborg who pulls the team together because their mentor niles is kidnapped by an old enemy mr nobody and he's currently missing and it's cyborg who pulls the team together and 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 is on this mission to try to find their mentor like i said if you haven't watched this show i think you're going to be in for for a 
big surprise. The the character development on this show is just insane. And I really want to talk about all of the actors who are involved in making this because they're all phenomenal. You've got uh, April Bowlby as Rita Farr, Elastigirl. Just fantastic. Uh, you've got uh, Alan Tudyk as Mr. Nobody, the bad guy. Matt Bomer and Matthew Zook as Negative Man Larry Trainer, And yes, I did name two people because Matt Bomer voices him, but Matthew Zook is actually the actor who is playing him in all the bandages uh, because you never actually see Negative Man's face anymore. You've got Brendan Fraser and Riley Shanahan uh, as Cliff Steele slash Robot Man. Same thing. Uh, Brendan Fraser is voicing the character, but Riley Shanahan is actually doing all the physical acting as Robot Man. Timothy Dalton, yes, Timothy Dalton from James Bond fame, is uh, Dr. Niles Calder, uh, Chief as he's called. Um, all phenomenal. But there's two that really stand out to me in the first few episodes, and I really want to talk about them. One is Jovian Wade, who plays Victor Stone or Cyborg. This, hands down, is the best interpretation of Cyborg that I have seen since his creation in 1980. That's animated uh, stuff, live-action stuff, period. I'm talking about Justice League, Smallville, all of the um, Young Justice or, or Justice League cartoons, Teen Titans cartoons. This is hands down the best version I have seen of this character. I think Jovian does a fantastic job trying to to play off the duality of this character because this is a guy who is struggling to come to terms with the fact that he's no longer fully human, that he's half machine. And you see this struggle every day through this character. And I think that Jovian has been able to capture that extremely well. And then on top of that, he feels outside of himself in his own body but now has to try to click in with this other group of misfits which is just amazing to watch week in and week out how this guy carries this character and I think we're going to see him expand in a huge way as the series goes on. It is my hope, I don't know if it'll happen, but it is my hope that we will see him show up on Titans. I'm not a fan of the whole Justice League thing. This guy debuted in the new Teen Titans, man. He's a Titan. If we see him, he should be in the Titans before he's in Justice League again. I would love to see a crossover with the DC Universe Titans and see Vic show up on there and see the dynamic. I want to see Starfire and Raven and Cyborg together, all created by the awesomely talented Marv Wolfman and George Perez, and I would like to see their creations all together on the screen at the same time at least once. I want to see Cyborg with the Titans. Just fantastic on this show, though. And then by far my favorite is Diane Guerrero as Crazy Jane. This woman's talent as an actress is just blowing me away every week. Now, keep in mind, I said this character, 64 different personalities, each one with a different power. And the way she she goes through the 64 powers, switches from, from character to character and power to power in this series, has so far been nothing short of phenomenal. She is able to jump in and out of, of all of these personalities seamlessly seamlessly. I think that has a lot to do with the writing and the directing, obviously, but her 
ability to do it as an actress has been just one of my favorite things to watch about the series. It's worth it just to see her as Crazy Jane, Diane Guerrero, and the relationship that they're building. She's got this one character called Baby Jane, and they've kind of had this relationship starting to develop between Robot Man, who has a daughter, but the daughter doesn't know he's still alive, and then her, kind of like a daughter figure to him, and they've kind of started to develop this relationship, which has been amazing to kind of watch between these two characters. So, uh, again, I can't stress enough. It is worth tuning in and watching Doom Patrol just for Diane Guerrero's uh, performance as Crazy Jane. You do not want to miss it. Now, like I said, it's not a children's superhero show. This isn't an MCU movie. This is not even a DC movie that you've seen so far, Wonder Woman or Aquaman. And This is hardcore, edgy stuff. Violence, sex, drugs, foul language from start to finish. I mean, I think they dropped the F-bomb. I can't even count how many times in an hour. But it's one of the reasons that it works so well, I think. These are outcast, misfit characters in, in a society that doesn't want them, and they act that way. They are edgy. They are angry. And, and that shows, and it translates in their characters. And it's the reason I think this show works. I want to see people thinking outside of the box. I want to see them taking characters that we haven't seen before, throwing them into situations that we haven't seen before, and seeing how they work themselves out of it. Uh, and I think character development is key. This show does it beautifully. A huge, huge fan. So I would highly recommend this show. And by the way, DC Universe streaming service, it's a bargain. $7.99. It not only has all of the new shows on, the new season of Young Justice and, like I said, Titans and now uh, Doom Patrol, but it's got all of the classics on there. Shazam, if you, if you want to get pumped up for the new movie coming out, Shazam. Shazam is on there. It's got Lois and Clark. It's got The Flash, the old Flash series, um, all the Superman movies and Batman movies. It's just really, really fantastic streaming service for for eight bucks a month. You can't go wrong with it. Watch Doom Patrol. Tell me what you think. Uh, hands down, my favorite DC show currently on television. And that's tough to say because Flash and Arrow and all of them on the CW are so good. I mean, they're just, hey, by the way, did you see uh, John Cryer as uh, Lex Luthor? Oh my God, so good. So good on Supergirl. But so it's hard for me to say best out of all the DC shows, but it is. I promise you, you will not be disappointed if you tune into this show. So, all right, I'm going to wrap it up for this week. Be sure to check this podcast out. It drops every Monday. And also, tune in every Friday for Inside the Crazy Ant Farm. That's the podcast that I co-host with JLo Fantastic from Fantastic Reviews. Um, we talk industry news, the very latest in industry news, every single week. If it's happening in Hollywood, we're talking about it. We interview celebrity guests. Oh, boy, we've got some good ones coming up. Uh, Amy Rutberg from Daredevil. Yep, we're going to be talking to her soon. And we've just had some phenomenal guests on there. Uh, we do all kinds of fun stuff. So don't miss that also. And uh, I will be back next week. Who knows what I'm going to talk about? Like I said, this every week it changes. It's going to be whatever's got people talking. That's what I'm going to be talking about. And uh, all right. Thanks for listening. And I will hope you enjoy the show. Check out Doom Patrol. Be sure to like, subscribe, rate, and comment on this episode. And tell me what you think, not only about the podcast, but also about Doom Patrol. And see if you agree with me or disagree with me. All right. That's it. Peace.